This is Helping of Happiness, episode number 171. I am so excited to introduce you to our guest today. We have guest Meredith Rotz, and she's going to talk to us about the benefits of writing daily and how to stick to every goal you have. I love Meredith. We had her on our podcast maybe four years ago with her husband, Jonathan, when they talked to us all about how to teach your kids about how to use their money and lessons on all of that. And it was really great. And I'm going to link that up in the show notes for you. And please excuse my voice. I We've just been had all kinds of sick over here and I just don't quite have my voice back yet. But Meredith is super awesome. She had this dream of going to life coaching school just a, about a couple of years ago. And she went ahead and jumped in and she did it. And now she's using the skills that she learned in that along with her bachelor's degree that she has in English literature to teach people how to write their own books and walks them through the whole process and gets them to finish up and even hooks them up with a publisher. And she just has such great ideas. And I just love that she went for a dream and she's doing it and she's helping other people achieve their dreams as well. Hi, I'm Hilary Hess and you're listening to Helping of Happiness. I am a crazy mom of seven kids and at Helping of Happiness, we love to help build up families by providing delicious family recipes, exciting travel guides, and home and family hacks to make life more manageable and more fun. There are a lot of things I am still learning and I'm trying to figure out, and that is why we have this podcast, to have our friends come on here and teach us and inspire us to be better and grow closer to Jesus Christ. Well, what a treat to have you back on, Meredith. It's been a long time and you're doing all kinds of new things. So let's refresh our friends listening about you and your family and what's been going on. Okay, well, I mean, we're, I'm still married, still have five kids, living in Texas. Uh, my husband and I just celebrated our 24th anniversary. Um, my oldest is a sophomore at BYU. So probably the biggest changes have been my kids and their ages. and what Everyone's growing up, yes. So fast. So she's a sophomore at BYU. Then my second is a senior in high school. So we're doing senior year again. Oh, senior year. And then my third is a freshman at high school. So now I've got two in high school at two different high schools because here in Frisco, we're zoned for a different one, but they don't have seniors there. So I have five kids in five schools this year, Hillary. Oh my gosh. That is so crazy. So the amount, All- yeah, the amount of emails. I, I was just going to say your email has got to be out of, out of control. Cause we're at four yeah. different schools and that is plenty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause then I have my seventh grade boy at the middle school, my only boy. And then I have my youngest is fourth grade at the elementary school. And I've kind of given up. I've just told them you guys are on your own. (laughs) You guys got to tell me what I need to be at and when I need to be there. Because I, I literally, my freshman is in basketball at high school and basketball. I mean, sports are no joke in high school. Oh no, they, they run your whole life. It's crazy. And she has games next week during Thanksgiving break. So I said, Carissa, you're in charge. You have to write out a schedule. You got to give me a calendar and tell me when I'm supposed to take you where and when I'm supposed to pick you up. Because I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Yes. No, no, it's a thing for sure. No, it's so crazy. The crazy life. In the middle of all that, I decided let's go back to school and let's start a business. (laughs) Yeah. Why not? Why not? Right. Let's make it six schools instead of five schools. Exactly. (laughs) What was I thinking? (sighs) Okay. Well, tell me all about this coaching business. Cause I, I remember when we went to, we had lunch at the park and you were telling me you had just decided that you wanted to, you felt called to do life coaching and you were going to start 
school. And I was like, oh my goodness, I cannot wait to see where you go with this. So now here we are. Gosh, it's been a while since we've talked. You're done with school and doing your business. So let's hear it. What are you doing? I know it all went, um, I didn't know where it was going either. So I guess I started school last in 2021, November of 2021. And I remember that year was my daughter's first year in college. So I had a child leaving the house for the first time, experiencing a lot of like mom moments that I didn't feel quite ready for. And um, so she was going off to college and doing all these fun things and I was missing her. And so I just was finding things to fill my time. And I just really felt like I needed to increase my education. And I went to the local community college and I took, uh, I asked for the career assessment tests, which anybody can do in their cities that they go to, they can go there. They had like five tests that they had me take. And then they came in and I met with a career counselor. Um, The career counselor was about maybe 25 years old. (laughs) He wasn't real experienced, but it's okay. He could read the results of my tests, gave them to me. Because here he saw me as this mom and five kids. He's like, you don't know what you want to do with your life yet. And And on my way home that day, though, I had listened to a podcast that I regularly listen to. And it was a life coach podcast. And in the podcast, the very end, they said, just so you know, life coach training is opening in the next month and they're taking applications. And so I came home, I said, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do from the community college perspective, but I heard this life coach podcast today. And I think I'm supposed to do that because I just felt really good. So we, um, I came home, he's like, well, let's look it up, came home, look it up. And I just went for it. He said, let's do it. And I'm like, how can we do this? We're paying for a daughter in college. And now we're paying for my extra schooling. And he's like, why not? Let's do it. So the one thing that I really would tell people that really helped me the most make that decision, because it was scary. It was money I was having to put out. There was a lot of change was going to happen. I knew I would, was making a new commitment that meant my family needed to pick up where I couldn't, like they're going to have to make meals more and do more of the, the things I wasn't going to be able to get around to during the day that I normally would. And so I, the one thought that really helped me was the thought that future Meredith will thank you because I needed to take action today for future Meredith to be where she needs to be in four or five years. And had I not taken the action today, I'm not, if, if it wasn't the right timing, it wasn't the right timing and that's okay. But I knew it was the right timing. So I said, 42 year old Meredith is doing this for 45 year old Meredith. Like, <laughs> Cause in three years, I'm going to be part there along. And if I waited three years to do coach training, which I could have, I would just have been starting at 45. So why not start now? So I just did it. And that's kind of how I got into it. I did six months of training and then six months of building a business training with my classmates. I made some of the dearest friends and some of the just great people that I've met along the way. And, and then I decided to start a business. My husband was like, Hey, there's no pressure to do a business. And that just really allowed me to just fall into it instead of worrying about that. Cause I thought if, if anything else out of the schooling, if I just become a better person, a mentally stronger person, a healthier person, that's enough. That was just enough. But now I'm like, but I learned all this stuff. I have to share it. So now I'm where I'm at right now. So I love that. I love that it takes the pressure off. You just do it for yourself. I think that's really cool. I want to hear all about what type of coaching you're doing. Okay. So I love what I'm doing. I'm actually helping people write their books. So I have a degree, a bachelor's degree in English literature. I've edited a lot of books and now I'm putting my two loves together. So I help people write their book, organize their book, coach them through the process because all kinds of stuff comes up about yourself when you're writing a book. And then I edit the book. And then at the end of the process, I get them into contact with publishers. I have different publisher relationships already that I just kind of 
give them their options and they can go and interview their publisher and get their book published. That is so cool. And I never knew that you had a degree in literature. That's really awesome. That's such a fun thing to learn about you. So cool. Okay. So I know you talk about benefits of writing. So tell us all the benefits of writing. I know that writing is really always good for me. So I want you to tell me Uh why this is all good for me because I know this feels good when I do it. Well, I think that in um, relation to your audience, probably of moms, mostly the biggest benefit I see is that it, it helps you have a clear mind. We have so much in our brains between all of our kids' activities, our husband's activities, our own things, our own desires, our friends. Um, it just clears your mind when you write. So that's number one, the number one benefit, I would say. Another benefit is that it actually creates better relationships with your with your friends and your loved ones, because when you learn to, when you practice writing, you learn how to communicate. You learn more about yourself, more about your feelings, what you like, what you don't like. It just allows you to then better communicate what you need, but also be a more eloquent speaker with your friends and family. I know as a stay at home mom for so many years, I feel like all I was doing was talking to kids. And (laughs) so then you go to like an adult setting and I'm just like, oh, I don't know what to say. So I highly encourage writing because it just allows you to keep practicing that conversation, even if you're not getting to have it every day. (laughs) No, I think that's so great. I love that. Tell me a little bit about some of the clients that you work with. Yeah. So I have, it's so fun. So I had one client come to me and she has just always wanted to write a book, but just really didn't have any organization to her book. So she came like ground zero to me. And I helped her organize, brainstorm ideas, came up with, you know, topics. And every week we meet and she every week has written a new chapter. So that's really fun to see her like go from nothing to building what she is now. Um, I had another client that came to me that she is writing a book on intermittent fasting. She's been a nutritionalist and all that her whole life. She had it half written. And then she said, I just didn't like how it was going. And so she came to me and we've been working for a couple of months together with her getting it all writing and she's getting there. She's getting there. She's like really finally finding her voice in her writing. And she really likes it. Um, I have another client who's doing a young adult, um, a science fiction book. And she's like, I really am coming to you because I need accountability. I want, I have the creative power to do it. I just need to get myself to sit down and be accountable. So it's been really fun to have this variety of clients. And I have kind of a program with like things that I teach you during the program, but I'm editing it for each person because everybody needs something different. So it's been really fun. That is so cool. I love that you are in all these different genres too. That must be fun to not just be stuck in the same thing all the time to always have new kinds of work. So fun. That is really cool. The intermittent fasting client, just real quick, a plug for her. She I was reading her book along with her as she's been writing it. And now I've started intermittent fasting because I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so many benefits to this. You know, or it's like, <laughs> it's been kind of fun to be like inspired by my, my clients too. Of that like, really oh, cool. try this. So that's really fun. That is so cool. You have this 30 day daily writing course. So tell me all about this. Yeah. So I hired my own coach because I, a coach, everybody needs a coach. So I hired her to help me with some business strategy and stuff. And she said, have you ever thought about doing a 30 day course that just for anybody that doesn't, not everybody wants to write a book, you know? So I was like, so I kind of let it mull in my mind. And so now I'm creating this course. It's coming out January 9th. 
I'm charging just $29 for it because you have to have some skin in the game. Because if you get something for free, you're most likely not going to finish it. So if you have a little bit of skin in the game, you're more likely to commit to it. So every day you would get emailed a writing prompt and a tip or tool that I'm going to share with you, a coaching tip or tool and a writing tip or tool. And so every day you'll get something that will help you kind of establish this habit a little bit more and keep you motivated to keep going on the habit. And I just am challenging you to write for five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, up to 30 minutes if you want, but just sitting down and writing for five minutes. That's all I'm asking. Five minutes feels so doable. I can ignore Instagram for five minutes and write something, (laughs) you know, five minutes. I can find five minutes. I can do five minutes while I'm waiting for my kid to come out of school, you know, just get that five minutes earlier and write really quick. Mm -hmm. That is so great. What a great little way to do it. I'm encouraging people to either write. You can just write pen and paper in a notebook. You can start a Google doc and write. Um, Some of the prompts will build on each other. Some won't, but they're all prompts that you could easily write something five minutes, or you could spend 30 minutes on it. Like it depends on how much detail you want to add to it or put into it each week. Also in my course, I'm going to have a live zoom once a week where I, I elaborate on the tip and tools that I've been sending to them all week. And I answer any questions they might have about them. So say I'm one of my tools might be, um, establishing a habit of writing. How do you do that? Well, it's, you know, planning into your day and somebody might have a question, well, how do I plan into my day or how do I find the time or the time management? And that's where I would go into more detail in that zoom. So you're getting me and then I'll answer all your questions for half an hour. And of course you also get me access to me throughout email throughout the whole course. You can always email me anytime you have questions. So Love that. Love it. Love it. Love it. And that's just like a dollar a day. That's nothing. That's yeah. so great. Love that. I love the thought of doing something for five minutes to 30 minutes a day that we could relate to all of our habits. So, mm-hmm. and I know that you kind of try to connect that for other people that maybe mm-hmm. writing isn't what their thing is. So tell me how we can relate that to other things that we're really trying to be consistent in, especially with this airing in January, we all kind of take stock of ourselves in the past year and want to make some changes. Usually, at least I do. I always have a whole list. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I really think that the equation is the same. For any habit you want to establish, you just have to direct your focus on the specific habit. So all the things I will be teaching are going to be geared toward your writing every day, but you can also take all these tools and gear them toward um, exercise every day, or um, maybe making healthier food choices every day, or having a better attitude around your children. <laughs> if you're struggling with like, you know, being the positive mom you want to be, or being more of a cheerleader for your friends, getting out of the comparison game and into the love, feeling love for yourself and others. So I feel like there's, the tools are just so um, applicable. So you're going to get a lot more out of this than just the writing, the five minutes a day. I love that. I mean, it could be related to anything, to journal Mm -hmm. writing or to meditating Mm -hmm. or reading your scriptures or whatever, reading just a regular fluff book. Maybe you're like me and you're like, I just want a little bit more time to read every day. I love that. That's so true, Hillary. I hadn't thought about that, how it might relate to the fact that sometimes it's just sitting down to be still writing is a, Mm -hmm. is a tool that you can use with your meditating, with your prayers, with your, you know, personal studies, however you want whatever you want to be studying. Like there's just taking the time to stop and say, I'm doing this. 
and I'm doing this for me, whether it's watercoloring or rollerblading (laughs) or whatever you want to do. I would probably fall right on my face if I tried rollerblading, but whatever, (laughs) whatever it is that you really want to do, you know, maybe there's a new Mm -hmm. hobby you want to research. Maybe you're going to be woodworking or I don't know, gardening there. There's, I think that Mm -hmm. with anything. Yeah. Love it. And it's just like for our mental and emotional health, it's so important to take the time for ourselves. And that's like one of the the benefits I find with writing is that I can sit down and just get out on paper what I need to get out on paper or type it out and like mentally and emotionally feel lighter afterwards and then have a sense of accomplishment at the same time that I like wrote something like that. Mm -hmm. And that every day writing every day, you're going to accumulate quite a bit of writing. Mm-hmm. And how awesome that is to look back at the end of the 30 days and be like, look what I did. You know, yeah. I filled 30 pages of this notebook or, and it was all meaningful things. My prompts are meant to like entice your brain to really think and write down things that are personal and meaningful to you. So hopefully also it would go along with journaling and be something you'd want to keep forever. So good. Oh, I love that. Okay. Meredith, where can we find you? Tell everybody where we can sign up for this 30 day writing course and learn more from you. Well, um, I keep it really simple. So my business is Meredith Rotz Coaching, all one word. So my Instagram handle, Meredith Rotz Coaching. My Facebook page, Meredith Rotz Coaching. Yay! I'm very, I'm very active on both of those. My Instagram, I'm really active in. So you can always go on there and see new posts from me every single day and stories and reels that I'm making. Um, and then I also have a website and it's just MeredithRotzCoaching.com. But to sign up for this course, it's actually on my Instagram in my link in bio. And you go okay. in there and you'll see my link tree and then it'll have a, a, a tab you can click. And then that's okay. where you sign up and it's super easy. Awesome. And then you'll just start getting the emails. January 9th, we'll start. So good. Okay. And we're going to link up to all of these different places in the show notes. So our friends okay. listening can just don't even have to really remember, just go to back to the podcast notes and get there. So that'll be so great. Okay. Anything else you want to share? I'm just really excited. If any of your listeners would like to join a free coaching call, I always offer those and they're just fun. We laugh a lot. We enjoy, I just ask questions and they're very low key, no commitment to continue. But I think coaching is such a really powerful tool. And not many people have experienced it. So if you ever want to experience it live, come, come coach with me. I'd love to do it. Awesome. Love that. Do you mind if we do our helpful and happy questions really yeah. quick? Hey, I love them. <laughs> I love doing this because it ties everything into our blog with the food and the travel uh-huh. and the home hacks and where we house the podcast. So first question, what is your favorite food or meal? Okay. I've been thinking about this. Uh, my favorite all-time food is actually chicken fajitas. Oh, yes. Love chicken fajitas. I could eat them five days a week. I just love them. I could eat them every day, probably, actually. I love them. Because I have the guacamole with them. Oh, Oh, I know. Can we just throw in the pico and the guac? I can just live on that every day of the week. Love that. And here's an unsponsored plug, but I think the best fajitas you'll ever find in Dallas, Fort Worth, are at Uncle Julio's. Their chicken chicken fajitas are just like tender and just delicious. So just a plug. I try fajitas at every restaurant I go to. And that so far has been my favorite. I think we can always eat together because I get fajitas everywhere too. My husband always gets enchiladas and I always get fajitas. (laughs) That is so funny. 
Oh, yeah. I love that. Oh, you know, I also love Uncle Julio's for their chocolate pinata. Have you ever done uh, that for birthdays? And it's got all the fruit uh -huh. and all the yummy churro things or whatever that are in there. Oh, break uh, open. It's so fun. Right. We have to take another couple with us when we go there because we're like, that's just a big, really big dessert, but it's delicious. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or just the whole family or something. Yeah. 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 So let's talk about travel. What is mm -hmm. your favorite trip or dream vacation? Oh, my, usually I would say my favorite trip is whatever one I'm planning. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yes. I, I love the anticipation of a trip, even if mm -hmm. it's just a small one. Mm -hmm. um, there's just something about like knowing it's coming, thinking about it, planning it. I mean, I don't like the stress of packing or getting right. my kids ready for me to leave them. But I just yeah. love the anticipation of, ooh, what excursion should we go on? What should we do when we're there? What, where should we eat? Like, I really just love planning a trip. So I would have to say, yes. I know that's a little generic of an answer, but no, not at really all. whatever one is coming up, I'm like, I'm all in for this. Let's do this. So I'm the same way. I'm always just a little bit sad when I don't have anything on the horizon to look forward to. Mm -hmm. That week before the trip is always a little stressful, really, sometimes yeah. really stressful, depending on how long I'm leaving the kids or if we're bringing the kids or whatever's happening. But mm -hmm. it's always so worth it. The second we're in that car or on that plane, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, yes, this is the yeah. best. I love this. Yes. So fun. Oh, love it. Okay. Last question. Do you have a home hack for us? Okay. I've really been thinking about this one too. Cause I'm like, I have several home hacks, but I actually want to share a life coaching hack. Okay. Because that's kind of my thing that I've been studying the last year. And I was like, um, I think it'd be pretty beneficial. So one thing I saw one time was, um, there's a, a very popular life coach called Jody Moore. And, um, I follow her on Instagram and she recommended talking to yourself in the mirror every morning and night when you're brushing your teeth. And she just like, just hooked that habit onto that brushing your teeth. And so I've started doing that. And I think that's kind of my life hack. So I look in the mirror and I make myself look at myself and say kind of what's going on that day. And then, or at the end of the night, kind of how the day went. Okay. And so, so I might example. So an example in the morning might be look at yourself and be like, okay, we are about to start carpools. Carpooling is going to take an hour and a half today. We got three kids to drop off or whatever, you know, but you can do it. And then after that, you're going to do your workout. You're not going to want to do your workout. You're going to want to sit on the couch, Meredith, but no, we're going to do a workout. And then we're going to take our protein shake after that, because, you know, we got to keep building our muscles, like just kind of having a pep talk with yourself. And then we're going to get down to business. And then I'll just like, maybe say what I'm going to do that day. And then I usually try to do something fun, like, Hey, but if you get all those Instagram posts written today, then you'll have time to just sit down during lunch and watch that episode of that show you really want to watch. And so like, I'll kind of just like talk to myself and then at night I'll just kind of recap, like, okay, we kind of struggled today with our temper a little bit with the kids could do better tomorrow, but you're pretty good when you were there for your daughter who really needed you or, you know, that you you remembered your kids today. you picked them up on time. Good job, Meredith. Like, <laughs> like things like that. And I know it sounds corny, but if you do it a couple of times, you'll kind of look forward to it and start to be like, yeah, I kind of like talking to myself like that because it feels like I'm talking to a friend and I really am like, I really need to be treating myself like a friend because too many times we beat ourselves up and we become the mean girl to ourselves. Like nobody around us would ever mm. say the things that we say to our, in our, in our own head. So I try to be the nice girl to me, you know, and be like, yeah, I'm going to show you an example of a nice girl, not a mean girl, because mean girl is just comes naturally. It's really, easy I know that mean girl, that. that mean girl. Yeah. We got to kick her out. 
Yeah. So oh, that's great advice. Great advice. Oh, I I'm totally gonna start talking. Yeah, try it. Try it tonight while you're brushing your teeth. <laughs> so great. My husband. It's kind of hard to talk and brush your teeth. <laughs> but you might have to pause for a second but it's it's still fun oh I think that's such a good one love that what a great way to start off this new year we're going to be kind mm-hmm. to ourselves and doing all of these things that we need to do to make ourselves happy and better so awesome yeah yeah. Oh, Meredith, thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me about all this. This is just really exciting. I couldn't be happier about what you're coaching about because I love writing as a blogger and as a writer and as a journaler. I just think writing is the best for so many different things. So yeah. Well, thank you for having me on here, Hillary, and making this a platform for so many of us to be able to learn so much by all of your awesome. various um guests that you have it's so fun and it's fun to see your business just going so, so thanks fun. for being a cheerleader and i'm a cheerleader for you you go we are just gonna <laughs> cheer each other on we'll, us and us and our nice selves we'll just keep yeah. cheering each other and cheering ourselves exactly we'll be so great. Yeah. Awesome. thank you yeah thanks thank you so much for being here today sure appreciate you listening in and i hope that this will inspire you in your dreams in 2023 Now that Christmas is done and my daughter had a wedding over Christmas and that was all wonderful and great, but that project is done and I'm really excited to jump in on some of the goals that I have and some of the fun things that I want to prepare for you for this year as well. If you haven't subscribed to our newsletter, make sure you go to helpingwithhappiness.com and do that because that gives you all our newest posts that we've got, all of our freebies you can access, and it's the best way to stay up with us. So have a really wonderful day.